Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Those of you who were here last year would remember, and the members of the community as well. After Fajr Salah, we give about a seven-minute reading of a book. This is by Imam Al-Bayhaqi Ramtale, who was one of the great fuqaha of the Shafi Madhab and one of the great muhaddithin. He compiled this work, and this is an abridgment by Imam Al-Qazwini, called 77 Branches of Faith. This is based on a hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Iman, so many muhaddithin, they tried to go through the entire sunnah, all the hadith that were known to them, they tried to extract 77 aspects or branches of Iman. So this is one addition. Alama Badruddin al-Aini He also has an interesting discussion on this in his commentary on the Sahih Bukhari. So we had done 12 of the 77 last year. So we are number 13. Iman is that one must rely, have tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, wa alallahi fal mu'minun. That on Allah alone should the believers have tawakkul, should they trust and rely. In another verse of Quran, Allah Ta'ala said, Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil, that Allah Ta'ala is entirely sufficient for us wa ni'mal wakil, and He is the best wakil, the best guardian. In another verse, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, wa alallahi fatawakkalu in kuntum mu'mineen, that upon Allah Ta'ala you should have tawakkul rely if indeed you are true believers. In another verse, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Man yatawakkal alallah, that whomsoever places their trust and dependence on Allah, Hasbuhu, then he Allah alone will suffice for them Amrihi. Indeed Allah Ta'ala brings his command and wish always to pass. So this was the way of Mama Bihakram to first quote some ayat from Quran al Karim. Then to quote some hadith from Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim relate, narrate on the authority of Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas Anhu. That once the Sahaba Ikram, they asked Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam about the 70,000 who would enter Jannah without Hisab. So Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned there will be 70,000 people who enter Jannah without Hisab. So the Prophet responded about who are they? So he said they are those who do not resort to the use of unlawful charms or divination. Means they don't engage in fortune telling, future predicting, such unlawful activities. But rather they had pure tawakkul on Allah. They relied on their Lord instead. The Imam Bihaqi then defines what is tawakkul. Tawakkul is to hand all of one's affairs over to Allah Ta'ala and to have trust in Allah Ta'ala while also making use of all the asbab processes and means Allah Ta'ala has put in a person's taqdeer. So what does it mean? So tawakkul doesn't mean that you do nothing. Once there was a sahabi and he stopped and he didn't tie his camel, the Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that why didn't you tie your camel to the post so it doesn't walk away? He said, I do tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I trust Allah Ta'ala. The Prophet said, you do tawakkul and tie your camel. What does it mean? You make use of the asbab. Allah Ta'ala has made this world a means of proceeds, cause and effect. So we make use of every single thing Allah Ta'ala has made available to us. That is our taqdeer. And after doing that, we leave the natija, the outcome, the result, the consequences on Allah Ta'ala. That is called tawakkul. 
So tawakkul doesn't mean to leave the asbab that Allah Ta'ala has made. Then he mentions another that Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim wrote on the authority of Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Zubair that Sayyidina Rasulullah said, It is better that one of you should take a rope and go to the mountains and chop some wood and bind that wood in the rope and like firewood and bring it back and then sell that to become self-sufficient. It is better to do that rather than beg from others who may or may not give you anything at all. What does it mean? This is also tawakkul. Tawakkul means to make use of the asbab, to whatever ability Allah Ta'ala gave us to earn or survive or anything in this world. We should first make use of our own ability. Then we should trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we would say, spin this hadith on you and say it for the same thing for tazkiyah and zikr. Then rather than do no zikr, do no muraqaba, do no rabata, make no effort in your tazkiyah, make no effort in your salah, hope that somehow the shaykh's tawajjah will help you. It may or may not. It may or may not. Hmm? That's the wish of Allah Ta'ala. If Allah Ta'ala chooses to yet the soba of shaykh inspire us, this control of Allah Ta'ala, better that we make our zikr as well. Make ibadah as well. Make dua to Allah Ta'ala as well. We make use of every ability that we have and try to bring about our islah and tazkiyah and then sit in the company of Mashaikh and then see what happens. And then see what happens. And Imam Bukhari ibn Nasir al-Mikdam ibn Ma'dikar ibn Kareem sallallahu said that the best food anyone can eat is that which his own hands have brought forth. Sayyidina Dawood used to only eat from that which he himself earned. So this notion of earning your own living. Nabi Karim he loved the hands of the laborer. He loved those who worked and earned to support themselves. Then Imam al-Bayhaqir at the very end, what did he do? Normally, he quotes ayat in the beginning, a hadith second, and then third, then he quotes the sayings of the awliya. This is also a great proof that the muhaddisin believed deeply in tasawwuf. The muhaddisin believed that the words of the awliya explained the meanings of Quran and the sunnah. Imam al-Bihaqi, Shafi, Faqih, Muhaddis. Who does he quote? Al-Junaid al-Baghdadi. Sayyid al-Ta'ifa. Imam Junaid al-Baghdadi, Once he said that he heard Asiri Sakti, criticizing the practice of people who used to sit about in the Friday mosque in the Jummah Masjid, means waiting for people to give some type of handout for them. And he said, that, look, these people have turned the Masjid into a market with no way out. Then Koli Sahabi Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq said, that your deen is for your akhirah and your mal is for your dunya. There is no good in a person without money to his name. What does it mean? It means don't use deen for your livelihood. Use your deen for akhirah and use your ability to get money for the sake of the, to, to survive and support yourself in dunya. And then the last thing he mentions is one more saying from the awliya, Al-Fudayl ibn Ayad. He once said to Rahimullah, once said to Abdullah ibn Mubarak, those of you who are familiar with the history of Tasawwuf and Tazki and Zuhud, these four names, Junaid Baghdadi, Siri, Sakti, Fuzail ibn Ayad, Abdullah ibn Mubarak, these are from Tabai Tabin, the next generation after them, the great early masters of Tasawwuf, Tazki and Zuhud. The Fuzail ibn Ayad, Rahimullah, said to Abdullah ibn Mubarak, Rahimullah, you demand Zuhud of us. So he was telling Shaykh, 
that you tell us to abstain from the world, you tell us to renounce the world, yet you yourself import merchandise from the land of Khurasan, far away Khurasan, all the way to Mecca. Allahu Akbar. So he asks you a question, that you tell us not to love the world, not to partake in the world, not to have materialistic love, and you are in the import business. Oh, subhanallah. Huh? The businessman got happy. Huh? Yeah. He says to Abdullah bin Barak, that you are in the import business. So why do you tell us to do that which you yourself don't do? Allah Akbar. So Abdullah bin Barak replied to Fadir Niyaz, I do it to preserve my honor, to keep my izzat, and I do it to help me assist to obey my Rabb. Means I earn my own keep, my own living, it keeps me izzat, and it helps me preserve my honor and helps me obey Allah Ta'ala. Because maybe if I had want and financial need, I may fall into some type of disobedience. So then Fazil ibn Yadi responded, The Shaykh Abdullah bin Mubarak, if it gives you izzat and it helps you obey love, it helps you obey Allah Ta'ala, then indeed you're importing merchandise is a wonderful thing. Indeed is it a wonderful thing. So they made their dunya for the sake of deen. Their dunya was the deen. Not that their deen was the dunya, their dunya was liddeen. So this is the mean of tawakkul. That we trust and rely upon Allah Ta'ala while making use of all the means that He's given us. That we make dua that Allah Ta'ala accept this very need from us here in Ramadan. That we make use of these means of fasting for Allah Ta'ala's sake, praying taraweeh for Allah Ta'ala's sake, sitting in sunnah itikaf or spending as much time as we can in the masjid or mashallah the community making khidmat of muttaqifin. And we have tawakkul and hope and place all our trust that the ajr and sawab will come from Allah. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rammin alameen. Subhanallah min ala wa hamala wa masalli ala sayyiduna Muhammad. Wa ala ala sayyiduna Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. Rambana adalamna anfusana wa lam takfirlana wa tarhamna lalakoonana wa lakhasirin. Ya Rambi Kareem, make us from your mutawakkileen. You said in Quran, inna allaha yuhibbul mutawakkileen. We want every aspect of your mahbubiyya, every way of being beloved to you. Ya Rabbi, if tawakkul is beloved to you, make us mutawakkileen. Give us that trust, that reliance, that dependence, that need upon you. Ya Rabbi, make us people of yakin, Ya Rabbi. Let us use the asbab. Bob, but keep our gaze on you. Let us use our ability, but have our faith in you. Let us even seek help and guidance from others, but let us always turn to you. Ya Rabbi, you are our wakil. You are our wali. Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Rambana takammal minna innaka anta samiul alim. Watubu alayna innaka anta tawabu rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad. وَلَا آلِهِ وَسَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ بِرَحْمَتِكَ يَا أَرْحَمَ الرَّاحِمِينَ